0: This is the Teen Time Science Blog, I'm Neil Chase. Hopefully the human race will be around for thousands of years. But a famous Australian scientist has suggested that we will be extinct within 100 years. And not only that, but it's also too late to do anything about it. Professor Frank Fenner believes that overpopulation and shortage of resources will be our doom. With the world's population forecast to increase to around 7 billion next year, this will put a huge strain on food and water supplies, probably resulting in water or food wars. Climate change is also making our self-destruction more likely, he says, but with a greater likelihood of disease pandemics and the possibility of natural disasters, we are already doomed. Thankfully, other experts aren't quite so gloomy. They say that even if there were big shortages and huge natural or man-made disasters, the human race would still survive, even if there were fewer of us to live here. There are some pretty big telescopes around the world exploring the science of the stars, but the biggest one ever is now being constructed to look inside our planet. It's about three times the height of the tallest skyscraper and is being put together at the South Pole. The Ice Cube Telescope will be looking for neutrinos. These are subatomic particles that are emitted when neutrons transform into protons in nuclear reactions. They travel at close to the speed of light and are so small they can pass through solid matter. Scientists believe that most of the neutrinos floating around originated about 15 billion years ago, shortly after the birth of the universe. So, by finding more neutrinos, we can find out more about the birth of our galaxy. The Antarctic ice will protect the upside down telescope from cosmic rays and other background radiation and so it will make neutrino spotting a little bit easier. There was good and bad news for whales last week. The International Whaling Commission met in Morocco but couldn't decide on the fate of some of our planet's most amazing creatures. For the last 24 years, commercial whaling has been banned, which has resulted in the increase in number of some previously threatened whales. Unfortunately, some countries use loopholes in the ban to continue whaling. After days of arguing between nations, no agreement could be found, and so the status quo will probably remain for another year. One of the suggestions was to restart commercial whaling again, but to have it monitored better. Others said that this was a backward step and would be too hard to control. Personally, I say that any whale killed is one too many. Other products mean that we don't need whale meat, oil or bones anymore, and to kill such an incredible mammal for no reason at all is just senseless. Sometimes it can be hard being around your relatives, just think of those good and bad times when the family gets together at Christmas or New Year. But what about if you are a tree? Will you have a better chance of survival close to your relatives or at a distance? Scientists have been studying different trees and found that some trees thrive close together, but others seem to grow better when at a distance from the same species. It might be that the farther a seedling is from a member of its own species, the better its own chance of avoiding enemies, viruses, leaf-eating insects and so on. But why some seedlings like to be around others of the same species, but others don't, and how they know this, is still a mystery. It's the time of year to head to the beach and go swimming. And if you are at the beach where there is a lifeguard, then they will keep you safe. But on some beaches in some countries, those beaches are huge and there may not be enough lifeguards. It could also be a problem for a lifeguard to swim out to somebody in trouble, especially if they were a long way out or in strong currents. However, on parts of the California coast, There are now robot lifeguards that can move at high speed across the water and quickly help those in danger. They are about 1.5 meters long, bright red, and have big handles on the side to hang on to if you need help. Currently, they are controlled by a lifeguard on the beach, but next year the Robo lifeguard will work on its own, scanning the water for sounds and movements that could be swimmers in distress. It wouldn't be as intelligent as a human lifeguard, but it will be extra help in saving lives. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Science Blog for this week. See you next week for more. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.